Hey there, America. You're listening to Average Shows Healthcare. I'm Perry. And I'm James. This is a bi-weekly podcast that dissects the American healthcare system. And helps you understand its ins and outs from two average Joes. Hey there, America. Welcome to Average Joe's Healthcare. I'm Perry. And I'm James. We are coming to you... Live from Radio City. Yeah, not not live. (laughs) Uh, Delayed or uh, previously recorded playback from Denver. This is going live the day we record it. Yes. Today is the 9th of February. Did you watch the Super Bowl? I did. Were you rooting for the Chiefs, the the Bucks. I I kind of wanted Tom Brady to win. Okay. Just because it's a good story. Fair. Um, but no. You seem like no a loyalties. sucker for a good story. It's a good yeah, it's I mean it's a good story. He's like Dude, so I he's now like he's got seven Super Bowl rings. Dude, we're gonna friggin' lose podcast listeners when I tell you this. I'm a Patriots fan, so I mean you know who I was rooting for. Well, yeah. So is I was rooting for the a Chiefs. Former boss of both of us. <laughs> yeah. Who is also a t- he's a TB12 fan. Oh yeah, and yep. So I knew who he was rooting for. Yep. Um, but yeah, so uh, it is February 9th, two thousand twenty-one, twenty twenty-one. Uh, slightly less year. than perfect vision. Um, <laughs> and we are talking about today. We're going to be talking about alcohol and tobacco, not firearms. <laughs> alcohol and tobacco uh firearms will probably in, be in another episode if this podcast so we're going to be talking about sex enough. drugs and rock and roll minus yeah. the sex that's a that would be awesome if that was an episode that'd be a cool episode let's do that sometime maybe in the future yeah um all right so to start out so james there's a there's south carolina is an interesting place it's where i grew up it's what I still kind of I mean of that alone home. you're kind of a weird dude so yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um but we have this like whole pandemic thing going on right now and it is uh it, yeah it, it's bad. Do you have family um, still in South Carolina? Yes, I do. What what are they saying about it? is it is it like in Colorado we just moved to yellow so we're getting better is it I have no idea. Like it's I the south so I don't know. I mean when I went to visit them I went to visit my family in South Carolina in July, I think, and I went fishing and all that kind of stuff. And typical, yeah, of course. Typ- I mean, of course, typical. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I went down to the coast and I went into a restaurant and there was like maybe one person wearing a mask out of in the entire restaurant it was completely Damn. packed. <clears throat> so I don't think it really matters that much to them. Can I, can I tell you? Um, so I have a quick story, dude. Sure, so when we it. were driving home over Christmas, we. We drove. My family's on the East Coast, and my partner and I weren't comfortable flying. So, you know, we drove, stayed in Airbnbs that were, like, you know, separated, you know, whatever. Tried to do it as safely as we can. And we stopped in West Virginia to get, like, some takeout oh, food. Man. West Virginia. Man, dude. It was, uh, it was like being in a different world. Yeah. It, it really is. was. Beautiful state, but I don't think I saw a single mask in that state. Yeah. It is, uh, <laughs> yeah. Very Anyways, similar. I tangent. So, uh why i'm bringing up south carolina um and we're talking about smoking and alcohol um tobacco <laughs> and alcohol in the same sentence um south carolina has deemed it deemed smoking an underlying condition 
So hmm. basically, smokers get the COVID nineteen vaccine before the general public. Huh. Um, huh. It's a, as it stands now, those with underlying health conditions are eligible to get a vaccine in phase one C in South Carolina, and that includes smoking. Huh. Kidney disease also comparable to that in the eyes of South Carolina is kidney disease, heart conditions, and cancer. So a lot of which, by the way, are caused smoker, by alcohol yeah, and smoking. Yes. Ironically. Indeed. Good point. Can I ask you, Perry, what you what do you So this is the first I'm hearing of this. You you didn't share this article with me before. What do you think of this? Because I try not to snap to judgment, but I'm curious what you think. Um, the article on WYFF4. Uh, local radio my, station. My local <laughs> news channel that I grew up with says, I think it's a very complex ethical question to answer. And I cannot agree more. Where it's just like, yeah. I don't. Okay, so, like, as a previous smoker, I smoked for on and off for, like, five-ish years. Mm-hmm. Um, it, smoking really is insanely difficult to quit. Mm-hmm. It's Nicotine is, like, the most addictive drug. Like, it's more addictive than, like, a lot of the hard drugs on the market right yeah. now. And I, I don't know. It's just, like... I I successfully quit and I haven't smoked anything nicotine vape vaped or a cigarette or anything in over a year, and I don't think this should be an underlying health condition because it's not a health condition. It's just yeah. the fact that you still smoke. That's re- I mean that's because at the whatever uh, I don't know because smoking's a choice, right? But but it's, the addiction isn't a choice. It's not a choice. Per se, it's like a symptom of what you choose to do. It's it's or an complicated. Um, well, that's interesting. It's I, very interesting. I don't think that any progressive state would ever consider. To be fair, Perry, it does say this is going to be condition. Phase One C. So as we spoke about in previous podcasts, this is this is like I don't know about specifically South Carolina, but this is after healthcare workers. This is after teachers. This is after. Um, you know, first responders and anybody on the front lines, any front line with, workers, so interacts with people, transit. So, okay, interesting, interesting. Thanks. Uh, All right, James. One. So, <laughs> that's interesting. Do you want to lay down some knowledge about smoking and nicotine addiction and so, how it impacts our healthcare system? Because I, this is like, it's crazy. It's interesting how much. The smoking and nicotine just impacts our entire system in terms of like costs and like un- it like leads to other diseases and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like so indirect costs. Tell us about it. Yeah, dude. So I mean, <sighs> also sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, uh, we're both we're talking about alcohol and tobacco, and we're both having a nice alcoholic drink. Yeah. Um, what, what we're taught, I think what we're talking about is like excessive use. Yeah. Right. And, and to the yeah. point where it starts, I mean, I, look, this is a healthcare podcast We're we're not here to debate whether, you know, an individual should smoke, drink or not. What we're talking about is, is, is what the numbers and the facts say is the cause and effect relationship that Americans have with these two specific drugs. 
and you know a lot of our frustrations with the healthcare system. So, I, in some ways, I think my point is like we have ourselves to blame in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, I'm having a great margarita, <laughs> yeah. and James is having a New Belgium. Can we get uh, them to sponsor triple? the podcast? That'd be sweet. New Belgium honey orange uh, triple, spelled P E L. Yeah, it's like a. Uh, it's a Belgian-style Bel- ale yeah, brewed with go. wild African honey and fresh ground orange peel. Yeah. Very nice. Anyways, uh, keep keep going. Well, yes. okay. Let, yeah. So let, let me start with this, Perry. I think you might find this interesting. So this is in 2018. <laughs> Tobacco's com- tobacco companies spent $9.06 billion marketing cigarettes and smokeless tobacco products in the United States. In what year? 2018. 2018. So my guess is we don't have the most recent numbers from the CDC, but that number is probably well over 10 billion. That's, yeah. <laughs> Let's just assume. So <laughs> this, this, I'm sorry. I'm not, I, I'm laughing because this number is so ridiculous. So the amount that company, these tobacco companies spent 2018, this translates to about $25 million each day or more than a million dollars an hour in advertising. Wow. That is. A million dollars an hour. Wow. To advertise for products that we know are bad for us. They could pay me a million dollars, and I'd probably be more effective just <laughs> going around telling people, hey, Oh, smoke. my God, dude. Can like, you freaking imagine? Geez. All right. more. Okay, so, Perry, diving a bit deeper. Generations. Because I think smoking – these numbers are actually really interesting to me. So I, It's you definitely know, not as popular know. as it used to be. No, definitely not. You know, but it, I also think that – for some reason, I thought it was more popular than it was among certain generations. Okay. So these numbers were a bit humbling. Okay. Eight out of every 100 adults aged 18 to 24 smoke. So 8%. That's eight, okay. 18 to 24. Again, these numbers were in 2018. Wait, did you okay. say 18 to 20? 18 to 24. Okay. So this is young adults. All right. 8%. 17 out of 100. So 17%. Between 25 and 44. So that's our age group, Perry. Okay. Uh, that's 17% in that age group smoke. So it's more than double. Okay. So here's where I thought the next age group is 45 to 64. And this is like, you know, our parents. And for some people, like, you know, maybe their grandparents are on the top line of that. If, you know, you're in your, if you had younger parents. Siblings. Siblings. siblings, Yeah. Yeah. Older uncles, aunts. I thought this number would be like, if you were to ask me, I would have said like 30%. Mm -hmm. It's only 17%. Okay. So it's the same as our age group. All right. So like our parents are smoking the same amount as our age group is. And then 65 and older is 8.2%, which is almost the same as the 18 to 24 group. So I, to be honest with you, I thought these, I thought it was going to be higher. I, I, I did. I'm not honestly surprised that the older group is lower. That doesn't surprise because, me either. Well, at least for that, because I feel like a lot of people that, did smoke a lot like might have died yeah or like, that, I, that's actually or probably they that's a really had good point to, they literally had to stop smoking or else or they, they would, would die died. like yeah. that kind of thing because i've had i've had family relatives myself who are who they smoked and drank like their entire lives and they uh died before the age of 50 so, so like, that yeah they yeah. don't even make it to that group yeah exactly i have uh Two, a few family members in particular that I'm super close with, you know, have smoked previously, have quit smoking, um, 
you know, so they're, they, you know, obviously they've gotten past that point, but like, I think as we look at smoking, it's, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll dive in Perry to, you know, the, why this is important regarding healthcare, but, um, the, the addiction part of it to me is, is so astronomical. Like, you know, I sit here, I'm very lucky enough where I have family and friends that have been affected by addiction, both with alcohol and tobacco, you know, but me, me personally, I haven't, I think foregone some of those same, same issues on a personal level, but it is, to me, it is in a way slightly terrifying what addiction. Yeah, it is. It, like, it, it is. is a mental health condition. Yeah. Um, you know, tell me a bit about, I know you did some reading about alcohol. I'm curious what you learned. Like, what, what does alcohol look like in comparison to alcohol use, I guess, in comparison to tobacco use? Um, well, basically alcohol makes everything worse. Um, you, uh, so it creates a, it it dampens your immune system. It, um, creates problems in your heart, your liver, your kidneys, like all those things over time. Um, so the costs of alcohol are comparable to smoking in terms of like the cost on the healthcare system. Okay. Um, it's what is it? extremely complicated how it all fits together. We can yeah. talk about that later. Yeah. yeah. Cause I have the numbers for out al- for smoking as well. Um, you know, so this is interesting, Perry. So, you know, the, uh, the American addict centers, uh, so you can go to AmericanAddictionCenters.org, you know, and find these statistics. But um, 19.7 million Americans suffer from subtype of substance use disorder, and that's in 2017. Okay. So that's almost 10%. Just, you know, closer to 7%. Um, uh, he, so to your point, of that, let's round it up to 20 million people, 74% suffered from alcohol use disorder or alcoholism okay yeah well like how many you do you find anything did you find anything on how many people smoke in america was it Uh, besides those like 17 like those percentages the percentages no i can actually look though let's check it out yeah because like alcohol according to the washington post so it's 14 percent of americans more than 16 or sorry, fourteen uh, percent of Americans. So fourteen percent of three twenty is gonna be thirty two, and then another four percent is gonna be about twelve. So we're looking at close to fifty million Americans smoke. Okay, I believe that forty forty five ish. All right, it, like according to the Washington Post, one in eight people are addicted to alcohol, and people do not talk about this enough, but. Alcohol is addictive. It is like... Oh, my God. Like, I mean, I've had my own struggles with alcohol, like, where at the beginning of COVID, where you were just sitting at home every single day, not really knowing, like, your job didn't even really know, like, how to handle everyone working from home. And it's so accessible. Yeah, and it's just, like, you're so accessible. And, like, I basically drank, like, almost every single day of the week. Yeah. And it... I mean... 
Because there's no repercussion. You're yeah. not commuting to work. You it's know, you're not in person. You don't have not, to shower. Yeah, you don't it's... even have to dress no. really, like, professionally. Can, can I say, too, man, I mean, like, to, to cement that point, the fact that liquor stores were considered essential business, at least here in Colorado, when, when the pandemic started, yeah, like, that goes to show that we have, like, as a society, we have this mass yeah, it reliance is not... on alcohol. It's, it's crazy. I mean, it is just so prevalent in terms of, and honestly, to our listeners, thank you for staying with us this long, because this is not the most interesting podcast, like, that we've done. But thank yeah. you. Appreciate it. It's an important Anyways, discussion, though. Um, but yeah, the prevalence of alcohol in our culture is just so... It's disheartening sometimes. Like when you go to meet yeah. someone, like if if you're texting me and you're like, "Hey, you want to go out and uh, do something?" It's like, "You want to go out and get a drink? You want to yeah. go to dinner and have a beer? You want to go to a brewery?" I mean, like how many after work? We were talking about a Super Bowl earlier. How many? Like what percentage of the commercials that were played Budweiser, during yeah. Bud Light? I mean, it was Bud Budweiser, Bud Light, Sam Adams, half Michelob Ultra, Miller like, Light, Miller, Coors. Every I mean, it's just like yep. And they're just, but it's, it's so, so it's, it's so socially acceptable too. Yeah. You know, like it's like, okay, this is an extreme comparison, Perry. But like, say you have a kid, the kid you know gets off the school bus, comes in, and you're drinking a beer after work. Mm-hmm. No one thinks anything of it. Yeah, you, the kid comes home and you're uh, doing a line of cocaine. It's a much different discussion. That's, that's a big difference, but yeah. I'm just saying, like it's it's just I. I think it's so interesting how it does. I mean, it it has so much. It has so many more. It's so acceptable. It does. Like it has subtle effects, but they are massive if you take them combined. Like there's like I mean, can you imagine like cocaine and I I mean I bet like all the illegal drugs like cocaine, LSD, heroin, heroin. Well, actually, okay. I don't know about heroin. Heroin's and bad. Heroin Those and meth are, are really bad. You're talking about but like, like the, cla- the the lower class drugs, the yeah. lower schedule. But drugs. like, yeah, all like the ones shrooms. I, yeah, shrooms. All those ones that like aren't really horrible. Acid. Like they probably have so much. They have less, less addict, less addictive the, qualities. Yeah, but they have yeah. yeah, and they have probably have so much less effect on the healthcare system as a whole. Yeah. Where like alcoholism is like an ongoing thing where like people. Like have to have their livers replaced. They have to have kidneys, like kidney transplants. Like they literally yeah. die of heart disease. That kind can of we stuff. all like? like yeah. I, I also think it's important too. I know, like you know, we're talking about healthcare, and I think like mental health. I my like my personal family has been very personally affected by alcohol abuse. You know, not so much tobacco, you know, Perry or other drugs, but like I I can speak from like my family very directly. Both like my direct family that I grew up with and you know, my extended family has had significant impacts from alcohol abuse. I know for me, it's been a huge part of my life in terms of like trying to battle through it. Um, not on a personal level, but like on a family level, you know, it's also something I'm like completely aware of and cognizant and have gone out of my way to try and avoid. Like we were talking about this before the episode, Perry, well, but like, for you. Yeah. you know, like I, like I will drink socially, but I hate it. It's, it's so maybe hypocritical in a way, but like, I hate alcohol. Like I hate, like I hate seeing drunk people. I hate being around drunk people because for me, I have that close family tie of it. To your point, it's like, it's hey, America. James has approved it. Am I right? No. <laughs> Just but like, kidding. it's so no, widespread. 
Yeah, and like and like I there like you know uh, like we're sitting here on your block. There's ten other people our age on the block who had moms or dads or aunts or uncles or grandparents that went through the exact same shit. Yeah, and like my family too. Like I had a grandfather who died young because of alcohol. I had an uncle who died young because of alcohol. Yeah, multiple uncles who died young because of alcohol. Like, and like thankfully my father was never like a heavy drinker or anything yeah. but like man it's that's what it's i went not through easy that's yeah. what like i like yeah it was like for me it was in the house yeah i mean it's just like, you know tough. and it's so frustrating because like like to your point you know like we talked about the advertising dollars for cigarettes you know i, I i'm gonna look it up because uh i imagine that you know it's over nine billion what for um, alcohol yeah it, it's i i mean i can't imagine you know, I, I used to do advertising in my first job in denver and it was like every single alcohol contract we got was in the millions of dollars. And, oh my god! Yeah, I mean it yeah. was just like crazy. Yeah. So. You know, like I would be curious to know like what what's Bud Light's advertising? You know what I mean? Like, it, anyways, you know it's crazy. And the other, yeah, the other thing about that the statistic for tobacco is they're not even legally allowed to advertise on TV. Yeah. And it's still $9 billion. Well, it's like they have to find every single avenue possible to advertise that is not TV. So, like, yeah. magazines, social media, like, everything like that. Um, and that's where they spend their money. And they hook people. Like, yeah. do you – what do you know about vaping? Do you know – do we know anything about vaping still? So – Because it's – You know, it's actually funny yeah. that you asked. So, forget – there is an article from Hopkins, John Hopkins University, um, you know, and it talks about vaping. And it says, first of all, it says it is this study conclusively agrees that it's less harmful than smoking cigarettes. However, it's a big however. Yeah. It, it still says it's like significantly bad for your hearts and lungs, Perry. You know, and the scariest thing is like we we don't know enough about it. How long has vaping been popular? It's been popular for five to ten years. Maybe five years. Maybe. Like, yeah. Uh, do you want to know the increase in 2015? So, 2015, the age group that vaping was really targeting was, you know, 18 to 24-year-olds. Yeah, of the flavors and, like, all that. All I mean, of that. it's just easy. In 2015, yeah. the increase in vaping in that group was 900%. I'm, yep. Like, <laughs> not, what? Not, not surprised at all. What? Like, That's... I mean, well, like, the the whole thing about vaping is that they, uh, they advertise it as a safe alternative to smoking, where, like, oh, there's no effects. Or, like, because we just don't know the effects yet. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's, yeah. like, it... Thank like, you. I have, Thank you. like, I have tried vaping myself. Like, yeah. I, like, was a smoker. Right. Like, smoked cigarettes, but, like, smoking... Smoking sucks because it smells. It's your clothes smell. Your clothes smell. Your fingers smell. It is just prevalent. But like, but vaping, the one thing it has going for it, going for it is that it doesn't smell like linger on you afterwards. Yeah. And like, I tried vaping, and like, you know, it's it's a like you think it's like totally safe the first few days you right. do it, but then because like, you've been told it is, yeah. But then once you do it for a while, it's like you have like you literally have popcorn lung. Like you have like wow. the you like are like hacking up a lung all the time because the like vape particles have like infiltrated your lung 
sacs, like your air sacs, and you cannot breathe as well. It's like it's I don't know if it's worse than smoking like it doesn't build up it might tar. be in a different way yeah exactly like right? it, you, it doesn't build up like the same amount of like tar and like that kind of stuff but like we literally do not know the long-term effects of vaping because it's only been around for like 10 years and it's i mean that is what like scares me the most it's like i yeah this is like the uh you know, like the, the, um, not to sidetrack too much, but I think, you know, because we're a healthcare podcast and it's an interesting tidbit that I'm particularly interested about, Perry, is, you know, diet versus regular soda. Regular soda has huge amounts of sugar, very high amounts of artificial sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but diet soda has high, has no sugar, but it has high amounts of aspartame, which is the drug. It's an artificial sweetener. So sugar, we know, is causes diabetes. Aspartame has strong links to heart disease, so it's like, like oh my god, it's like pick your poison or or choose not to. That's a really good analogy, right? That's a good analogy. I mean, it's I like it's that. like you know, yeah. what's better, the devil you know or the devil you don't? Yeah. Um. It, you know what's interesting about the, in so this is just smoking as of now. This is Tibet. The, the ACA Affordable Care Act. Okay, so Obamacare. Obamacare. So, did you know? I've I finished didn't, my margarita, by the way. Perry, I, <laughs> I'm still finishing my beer. <laughs> so, Perry, I did not know that um, that the ACA, the Affordable Care Act, it, it allows insurers to charge what is called a tobacco surcharge if if you smoke. Okay. Okay. Do you know how much that is? No. So it can be up to 50% of your premium. Shit. Meaning, yeah. So meaning, you know, Perry, let's say your premium at work is $100 a month. They could charge you up to an extra $50 a month on top of that if Dang. you check the box that you smoke. Now, $50 what? doesn't sound like a lot, but like, let, let's say your premium is 300 They could charge an extra 150 150 over 12 months. We're talking about over $3,000. Yeah, I mean, like... No, not three thousand like, dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, that's horrible math. But um, that so, is—I mean—that's conservative math. Like three hundred a month. Like some people in this country pay five, eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah, seven, that's that's. Eight, so we're talking about thousands of dollars. Yeah. You know, this is also assuming that your healthcare employer splits your premiums, that you're that you are employed. Okay. Fun fact: so that fifty percent is mandated by states. So okay. some states charge the full 50%. Some states charge a fixed amount below that. And some states actually don't allow any tobacco surcharge. Really? Which What What are the lowest states? Okay. So California. Mass- California. None of, by the way, none of these are going to be surprising. Okay. So these are the states that don't allow a tobacco rating at all. So it's 0% surcharge. All right. So if you live in these states and you check the box that you smoke, they can't charge you extra. Okay. California. Massachusetts. New Jersey, New York, Rhode Island, Vermont, and the District of Columbia. Okay, so it's like a progressive thing. Where it's like, a progressive thing where if you smoke, we're not going to punish you. Okay, Interesting. which is kind of ironic. Yeah, that is like that's like I find it because I liberals yeah. are known for being like anti anti tobacco. Yeah, like anti big tobacco, anti big pharma. Right. I mean, so that's I, interesting. I get it because they're trying not to punish people and i we'll talk about this a bit more people that are addicted to some 
substance. And it, yeah. statistics show us that addiction is higher in communities of color and in, in communities that are underserved. So I get that proportionally they're uh, trying not to punish minority groups. And okay. I, I compl- I'm completely on board with that. Okay. There are three states that charge below 50%. They charge a flat rate. Arkansas charges a 20% surcharge. Okay. Colorado is 15%. So our home state is actually the lowest that that charges a surcharge. Okay. So the I low- remember I remember when I was like filling out a healthcare right like application or like whatever I had to do to in order to get healthcare in Colorado, they like literally tell you on the application the like percentage. if you check this box, you will be charged 15% more. Like they like literally yeah. say that like on like so it's like who would actually check that box and say yeah but if you go in for if you go in yeah. for something and they find out that you do smoke does that like null and void your health care does that I, yeah I, I don't is, know it's like is that a false contract it's very it's frustrating yeah from a health provider perspective yeah where it's just like well because, like if you were a because doctor, because like, statistics yeah. show that smoking does increase the cost of your health care yeah. so I get why they would charge it but it. But, like, if you were a doctor, like, in order to find, like, the cause of somebody's, like, problems, yeah. you would definitely want to know. You would need to know that they smoke. They smoked. It, it's the yeah. same reason why when you get a physical, your doctor asks you, are you using drugs? How many drinks yeah. a week? Are you sexually active? All that stuff. No, nope, I am none of the above. Because, like, and when you like, come in and you're, yeah. you know, you're, you're experiencing it, it's like it helps to identify. Okay. The other state that charges below 50% is Kentucky. It charges 40%. Okay. So... There are one, two, three, four, five, six, six states plus a district, D.C., that charge zero. There are three states that charge you know, uh, below 50% at those fixed rates. So that leaves 41 states that charge the full 50%. So every other state charges a 50% surcharge on tobacco. So like the majority of states take full advantage of what the ACA allows them to do. Yeah, because that – I mean, they, Because there's increased costs. more money. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to know what the costs for tobacco are in the U.S. healthcare system? Please, please do tell. Because I'm curious to hear what the alcohol ones are. Okay. Okay, so the estimated costs for the U.S. healthcare system uh, in 2019 were about $3.8 trillion. Okay, so that's what we spend in the U.S. Perry on healthcare. You know. Wait, okay. So that's three point eight. That's the total cost of all healthcare spending in the U.S. Three point eight trillion. Okay, I believe that because yep. that includes every single tiny little payment yep. to healthcare. Possible. That includes that's our the premiums. Industry that's the healthcare. industry. Three point okay. eight trillion. All right. which is a freaking massive number. Okay. All right. Yeah. Three hundred billion dollars alone, and, and I'll preface this by saying these numbers are they. Every person, all the studies we found, Perry, you know, that report this $300 billion number for smoking think that it's underreported because something either goes misdiagnosed or undiagnosed. Well, just people don't tell Or people don't tell their doctor that they that smoke. They smoke. I, yeah, yeah, I was part of that group at some point. Yeah. I'm sure it was. Okay, yeah. so $300 billion estimated is spent on smoking-related illnesses in the U.S. That's 10%. That is a – 10% a huge number of our – and, and, and I, like again, I'll say that number is underreported. Of the cost, of yeah, the total that's cost, insane. yeah, ten percent, just under ten percent, roughly ten percent. So, you know, I'm curious, what is this number? Is there a number similar to this for alcohol? What 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 does that look like? So, the CDC 
Center for Disease Control in the United States, uh, believes that $249 billion, pretty close to the $300 billion of tobacco, uh, is attributed in annual costs is largely uh, attributed to alcohol. Also, this number is extremely underestimated by their estimates. Um, basically because alcohol is not something that... It's self-reported, right? Yeah, it's self-reported. It is something that, like, you can hide pretty easily. Like, it's not like... For the most part, yeah. Yeah, I you mean, can, unless it, you're it, drunk. Unless you're actively or drunk. Or unless you're drinking so much that you have physical symptoms. Yeah, and, yeah, like, it's... there are so many different situations circumstances where like you drank the night before and you were hungover and that is attributing to this number of like production lost productivity lost it's there's a lot of things that go into this so like i would not be surprised if this number if like the people the amount of people drinking and just like the moms drinking wine the uh <laughs> I mean, like the lead, like, because this accounts, from my understanding, like, this accounts for, like, if you're late to work for 20 yeah, minutes because you were drunk the exactly. night before, this number accounts, which is, like, that's so under. Are you going to tell your boss you're late for work because you got drunk on a Thursday Heck night? Heck no. Because no. then you get fired. fired <laughs> yeah, of course. Basically like, instantly. no way. Yeah. So, I mean, this number, I feel like, is extremely underestimated. Um, but let me throw out some more just facts about alcoholism because it's just like it's so problematic in the united states and we just accept it as a culture but it's not it's something that is pretty serious but we don't it's i mean it's especially binge drinking yeah except binge drinking binge drinking is it's not a thing like like, in europe people don't binge drink like we do yeah binge drinking the the definition of binge drinking is five or more drinks Within an, within two a two hour period, and like yeah. I feel like that's pretty common. If you go to a party, if you're even just hanging out with people, it's at all. so easy to do in a yeah. social setting in the U.S. And it's also so acceptable. Yeah, it's just like all right, he just had another drink, like no big deal. Yeah, he'll, like he just had three beers in an hour. No, he'll no take an deal. Uber home, but like, I mean, if he doesn't take an Uber home, he's gonna drive drunk, potentially. You know. There's like yeah. one statistic from the CDC that says like 10% of all automobile deaths are attributed to alcohol. And Jeez. it's. I have a feeling that's underreported too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's, it's frustrating. But, anyways, wow. like high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, liver disease, digestive problems, uh, Cancers relating to the breast, the mouth, the throat, esophagus, liver, colon, uh, weakening the immune system, uh, learning and memory problems, including dementia, and poor school performance. That's like if you're drinking over time, if you you know have ha- if you're binge drinking on a regular basis, you're probably gonna have dementia when you're older. Like just letting you know. Can I just say um, I read an article about why healthcare costs are rising so much. 
And two of the two of the chronic illnesses that most directly impact it are high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and I would even throw depression in there with alcohol. Yeah, and it's like mental health problems. <laughs> those are those are two, anxiety. three, and four in line in terms of why if our you, healthcare costs are like, rising. Just from a pro, like from a <laughs> personal perspective, like if you just stop drink, like if you've been drinking for a while, and then just stop, you are so much happier. It You're probably like, going to physically feel better. It is a depressive. It's a de- yeah. it's a depressive like It's substance. a downer. Yeah, it's, it's a like, downer. It's a downer. So yeah. like you I like I feel so much happier whenever I don't drink. Like it's it's yeah. weird. Like it sucks where like, you know, drinking makes you feel pretty good, like relaxed, but, but it's also, a depressant. Yeah, yeah, it's a depressant. Day, it's so like depressant. the next day the like you just feel like shit. Like you'd feel yeah depressed like it takes a while for your endorphins for your dopamine levels right whatever it is well it hinders those versus a drug like up. yeah a drug like caffeine or cocaine you know it it exacerbates what those endorphins do it it exemplifies them yeah it's an upper and but alcohol is the exact opposite so it's just like yeah makes you feel like crap in general not like it's not like Oh, I feel so terrible today that I'm gonna go kill myself. It's like, it's a long term. Like, well, it's if, like I feel so crappy today. I'm gonna sleep in for an extra twenty minutes and not go to work. Yeah, well, that's like the twenty minutes. That's you or know, if you have kids, like for yeah. for me in my life, it was like, you know, uh, this person in my life feels so crappy. It's like, oh, I'm not gonna go to the baseball game or oh, man. I'm gonna go to bed early. Like you know, you know what I mean. Like that. That's how it translates to real life. Is yeah. like. I'm not going to spend as much time with my kid. I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z. And like, yeah, it's you're not going to be as productive. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're drawing from the system. We're not trying to like in. listen here, America. We're not trying to breach you. We're not trying to like tell you not to drink. Oh God, no. On a social occasion, but it's just like, but these actions have consequences, and the facts show yeah. that there is like. Hate to say it, but the facts show, and the like, follow the money. There yeah. is impact of tobacco and alcohol on the healthcare system, and it is in the close to trillions of dollars. It's 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 in the hundreds of millions. It's bad. It's yeah. bad in a large scale environment. Yeah, it's not. It may not affect you on a day to day basis, but it's gonna affect the larger scheme of things. Well, where, you know what. Yeah. It does affect us on the day-to-day basis because that same article that said that, you know, the CDC article, Perry, that said the estimated cost of alcohol are $249 million a year. That's $807 a person. Billion dollars. Sorry, billion, billion, not million, billion. That's $807 a person per year. And that's like what you're paying in taxes. That's what you're paying. That's what the average American Yeah. Yeah. Taxes, increased premiums. All of it. Increased like cost of healthcare, costs to doctors, yep. whatever it is, medication prices, all of the above. That's over two dollars yeah. a day. Yeah. So it's like, like to put this in real terms, like every day, like pretend you're Venmoing someone two dollars a day, like an alcohol tax or a substance yeah. abuse tax. <laughs> Let's bring back prohibition. That's what I say. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, Let's because we that, know that but... abstinence works. Yeah. Just oh, God. completely removing it, Perry. I, We've spoken a lot about this. We're, you know, like 35, 40 minutes in. Why, why do we think this matters at the end of the day? Why, why do we want to talk about this? Or why does it matter to you, I guess? 
it's a complicated issue. It's not something to solve easily. Um, I feel like a lot of people just understate the effects of alcohol and smoking. And where they're like, oh, it's not going to – like, there's one study that came out a few years ago where smoking basically – like, they said that if you stop smoking before the age of 30, then it's probably not going to lead to lung cancer or any other, like, intense diseases further mm-hmm. down the line. But a lot of people shrug that off, and they don't understand that it's affecting you now. Mm-hmm. It's not a small thing in your life. It's yeah. like smoking will – it's going to make you more depressed. Like you're not going to exercise as much, which could lead to like heart disease down the line. While alcohol does the same thing, it makes you more depressed. And it's the snowball effect yeah, on the system. Yeah, it's like it's a, it's a big snowball. I think the reason why I was so interested in talking about this, you know, was one, it's obviously like it, it's impacted my life, both, you know, alcohol, tobacco, you know, everything, mm-hmm. um, you know, but it's also like in a way and, you know, I'm not blaming anyone particularly, but like we only have ourselves to blame when we continue to see, you know, rising costs. It, we, we don't treat our bodies the way that we should as, as a society. You know what I mean? Like we, yeah. we, we have... We just create access to things that we know aren't good for us, yet then we get frustrated when we say when we see the negative repercussions of those same things. It's a it's a give and take. It's a balance. And addiction is so yeah. real, so I don't I I don't blame I anyone in particular. Be, I definitely think that there should be maybe more taxes or like more I don't know, just more real repercussions of smoking and alcohol or education yeah. and yeah of you know like, like more education That'd like be more education on what out al- like yeah i just think we need more education on what it does to you and not even just for kids like in high school middle like you and i need more education on it the average person needs more education on it. i mean you and i don't like i don't know what vaping does no one does we need more education on all this stuff so you can like Seriously. have a better informed decision it's no different than eating you know, junk food versus fruits and vegetables, right? Like the more education you have, the better, hopefully the better choices you'll make. Mm-hmm. Perry, if we can just wrap it up, I do want to say the uh, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration does have a hotline. So I think it's important to know as we talk about a really sensitive subject, um, you know, we encourage anyone who is uh, facing any type of addiction issue we certainly encourage you to seek the help that you need in the best way that works for you. But I did want to offer run one resource. The National Helpline number is 1-800-662-HELP. Uh, so that's 1-800-662-4357. And I think, Perry, we'd both agree, you know, anyone that's going through any type of addiction, please certainly seek the help that, that works best for you. But we did want to offer that resource for anyone. If I, if I had to make a suggestion myself, I would just say see a therapist. Like, yeah see a psychologist who has training yeah. in helping you break these addictions or talk to someone yeah. if you're not talk in a to, position where you anybody. can do that talk yeah. to a family member or a friend you know it, it as corny as it sounds i mean i know when we were going through this stuff with my family like you you tried to talk to people and like you know you are not alone like i 
there there are millions of other people experiencing what what others might be experiencing. So go out and get the help that that you think you might need. Um, but you know, I think it's important that we highlight at least one resource as we're talking about a pretty pretty sensitive subject. Yeah, for sure. Well. Thanks, America. <laughs> Thanks, America, for listening. This, uh, I think, I think it's important that we talk about some of these more difficult subjects. And look, you know, as a healthcare podcast in the U.S., these are very real and very impactful things to discuss. Though not always the most fun or the, I guess, the most uplifting. It's it's very real, and I think that's this, what, that's what we're here to try to do is talk about very real things. If this podcast lasts long enough, if it lasts, you know, years into the future then we probably will have to come back to the subject to, Absolutely. you know, give it a better uh, rundown, give it a better, the respect it deserves. Yep. I'm not sure we did the best job. That's up to you, America. <laughs> we'll look at our listeners' numbers and go from there. Um, but anyways. We're dipping our toe in the water. Yeah. Thanks to Danny Dannenberg for producing this episode, for helping with research as well. All other research was done by myself, Perry Rogers, and Jace Purdy. And we wish you the best week ahead, America. And we'll talk to you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.